Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite movies and shows. We focus on representation and the voices that are ignored. Yo, yo, yo. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeff, a.k.a. DJ Tangerine. DJ Tangerine. Is yes, it because of the uh, tangerine trees? Yeah, because of the tangerine trees, man. Yo, what's the difference between a tangerine and an orange? I have no idea. I have no idea either, man. I think I'm asking sweeter. important questions. <laughs> one is sweeter, Jeff? I mean, uh, Jeff, is that what you said? Yes. Which one is sweeter, the orange or the tangerine? Tangerine. Really? I thought the tangerine would be tangy. Get it? Tang? Tangerine? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. What do you know? That's Oranges true. are larger and more tartar, and then tangerines are smaller and sweeter. Interesting. Interesting. Well, listen, we we have to introduce our guest, Skeeb, who has been on every single episode of One Piece and is the reason we haven't had the final episode for like three weeks now because he's so damn popular that he's tra- travels around the world throwing parties and finally had some time for us. Yep. <laughs> and I also bring the hat that Luffy placed on Nami's head at the end. Nice. Very cool. That's Very where it cool. was that final episode. Love it. Love to see it. All right. So when we left off the last episode, we had the iconic scene where Nami is like, Luffy, help me. And he goes, I will help you. And then he, they do that walk to Arlong Park. Badass. We were loving it. Um, super cool. And that got us ready for this episode. So let's get into it, man. How did you feel about this episode, this finale? Because this is the thing. Like, like, The entire season has been pretty good. But if the finale sucked, then like the whole show would have sucked. They had to have, you know, make it land. They had to land it. And I personally feel like they landed it. What about you guys? Skeep, go first. Yeah, uh, I think I, the entire time I was really excited. I think they nailed the walk to it leading up to the final episode. And just watching the final episode, I was really excited. They got the fight scenes done. They got everything that you needed to do. Choreography was great. Character dialogue was great. And the ending as a tearjerker, nonetheless. Yeah, I thought it was really, really cool. Jazz, what about you? Okay, so I know you and I have talked about this, but I was really hoping for Locktown. <laughs> 
Oh, for lockdown? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the one part that didn't happen. But I, I kind of understand. Like, I love the way this arc ended. And it felt very complete, even if they didn't use lockdown, which I think they originally planned and then scaled it back. Yeah, I, I blame Netflix for the eight episode thing, because really, if they had 10 episodes, they could have done it and it would have been magical. But Netflix, you know, budgets, blah, 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 whatever they do. Um, they took that away from us. And Lockdown was so pivotal. We got introduced to two incredibly important characters who I'm not going to spoil today. Um, but I do wish they did that. Aside from that, yes, it was fantastic. Um, but I'm not mad at that because Lockdown is still coming, right? It's not like it's not going to come. It's still it's just in a different season. I felt okay. like the ending of this one would have been more impactful after Lockdown. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. really, it's not like anything against it. It's like it's not bad, but it could have been so much more. All right, that's fair. Fair. It was a choice. Uh, someone just mentioned in the comment, it's a choice to pivot with Garp over lockdown, and it's and it's very interesting. Yeah, I totally agree with Jumpy McSpasm, <laughs> which is our only follower on Twitch. We don't have a lot of Twitch followers. I need to promote Twitch a lot more. Everyone's usually from uh, YouTube, but yes, we are also on Twitch, guys. If you don't know, I think we only got on Twitch like a few weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we haven't promoted it at all. So it's interesting seeing like people jumping on it. So that's nice. I know. I know. It was our, our homie Ruby who got us onto Twitch. So she's the master. Um, all right. So over here, we're talking about Arlong Park. We see a little bit more of Arlong. I really love the depth they went into Arlong because in the original anime, they do not go into the whole situation of the fishman being discriminated against and in here they definitely go into that early and the fact that they have a black man playing arlong is not a coincidence they i think they did that very intentionally which just gave layers to the character and i was just like this is so well done and i was like this is better than the anime because i didn't know that this was the reason Arlong felt this way, that the fishmen have been discriminated against and sold into slavery and all this stuff happens. I didn't know any of this uh, because you don't learn about it in the anime until much, much later. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. I love that they gave Arlong this, this backstory early and it made his character a little bit better where I always say like, sometimes a character just needs a backstory and a Killmonger speech. That's all you need to make a good villain. And he got his little Killmonger speech. He got his little backstory. And I really liked Arlong in this uh, episode more than I did in the anime. Uh, Steve, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I actually 100% agree with you. I think giving him that pivotal backstory that he had gave him that really good character development. And it did tie in with a lot of like American history of everything from that on. Discrimination, all that stuff. Uh, and it really gave him a sort, a sort of voice. But yes, he is considered like a villain. But if you think of it from his perspective, is he the villain? Or is right. he just finding justice in his own ways? Yeah, every good villain is a hero in his own mind, right? So I totally agree with that. Uh, Jazz, what about you? Yo, um, I will agree with you that Arlong is better in the uh, live action than in the anime or manga. Because I remember when I watched uh, One Piece when I was like, what, 14 when this came out or on Toonami it did. Um, when I watched Arlong, I just hated him, right? I could not stand him. I didn't see his side at all. But 
I don't know if it's because I'm older or if it's because they just did it better. Uh, seeing it now, I'm just like, oh, oh, I kind of like this. What is what? No, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. Like, it was funny. I had like conflicted emotions, and that's really the key of a fantastic villain is like when you are yourself conflicted. Yeah, totally get it. Totally get that. All right, but Arlong is still very ruthless, right? Like the way he treats Nami, the way he treats the villagers. He's like, I'm going to burn this entire village down. Like he is still a ruthless person, right? So what makes a good villain is that, yeah, they might have good intentions, but they have horrible means of getting to those intentions, right? Horrible, horrible means. That's what makes a good villain. Uh, so I was really, really impressed with that. Um, we also get to see that Nami has a fishman symbol tattoo, uh, which, you know, kind of gave like this indication that she has always been a part of this crew. She's been there forever. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, what are your thoughts about Nami and her situation uh, at this at this point? Because she ends up stabbing that tattoo because she hates it so much, uh, which is a very you know important scene in the anime i would say the live action did it justice um you know the anime clearly had a lot more blood flowing down her arm and whatnot and they couldn't show that on this show yeah but you know the fact that they really focus on that tattoo showed the importance of it um like yeah i'm just so happy they kept that in here because this was a scene that got me hooked on one piece mm -hmm. and neebs if you recall correctly uh before uh uh you got started on the anime i told you just get through 44 episodes right that's yeah. all you need and episode 44 is where this happens so the fact that they kept it amazing i really feel like the anime is easier to watch after you watch the netflix show like i don't know it just feels like you kind of get connected to the characters a lot faster whereas in the anime it took me so long to like Usopp I did not like Usopp for the longest and now he's one of my favorite characters yeah it'll happen <laughs> <laughs> yes Nami crying screaming tossing dirt at Luffy yes great scene love that um yeah, all right this was um this is Paul Rudd's daughter right Yep. No, no, Emily I looked Rudd. into that. It's Emily Rudd, but she's not related to Paul Rudd. That we thought it. I think oh. we made it in a podcast. <laughs> no relation. There's absolutely no relation. They just have the same last name. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was too, and I was like, she looks so old to be Paul Rudd's daughter. But then I'm like, it is Paul Rudd, and he doesn't age. So maybe yeah. <laughs> if, if if any if it was believable for any person, it would be Paul Rudd, right? Because he doesn't age. But no, no relation. That's um, funny. <laughs> All right, so now the Straw Hat gang are about to fight the Fishman. And Arlong has all these weapons, and he's super strong, and he's got these guys with them. Uh, and then we see that Usopp just runs away. And I'm like, okay, you know, classic Usopp, scaredy cat. But you know he's got something up his sleeve. And he ends up fighting this Fishman who knows Fishman Karate. And he ends up beating him. And he uses, like all these tricks that he has with his like little pellets and stuff and i think he even uses ketchup to fake them out uh what did you guys think of Usopp's fight steve go ahead yeah i mean uh Usopp isn't the strongest character uh in the one piece world at this moment and also uh what is he going to do against a person that can 
you know, basically take their fist and, and break a hundred bricks at once. Uh, he has to use every trick he has against his sleeve. And li like we said, he played like the dead possum. He used like a fake catch up to psych out the fishman right away. Yeah, that's so that was really, really great. And he actually wins the fight and he goes like, I don't think anybody will believe me that he won the fight because <laughs> he lies so much. He's the he's, he's the boy who cried wolf, but he actually beat a fish man. And now like no one's going to believe him. Which was smart because the fishman was using alcohol to make these water pellets to like shoot at Usopp. But, yeah. Uh, Usopp, uh, you know, used that against him. He used his like fireball little like uh, from the slingshot through like a little fire at him. And then it basically uh, made the, with the chain reaction. I had the alcohol explode in the fishman's mouth and that's how he, he won. Yeah. I love that they use a little bit of science to show you how like they could win over someone who's stronger than them. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, another fight that's happening is Luffy and Arlong. And there's a scene where like Luffy punches them in the face, all his teeth get knocked out and then they slowly grow back because you know, that's what happens with sharks. Sharks grow their teeth back like that. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, what did you think of the beginning of the fight between Arlong and Luffy, where Luffy looks at the you know place where Nami was basically held prisoner, and he gets like madder and madder when he like sees this. Yo, they nailed this scene. Mm -hmm. Like when you see like where someone was held captive, you're supposed to have a visceral like hatred toward it, and you saw the look on Luffy's face like. I'm going to tear this place down brick by brick if I have to. And my God, did they deliver. This was such a good scene showing all that emotion all at once. I, I'm just, yeah, I was in awe, like just watching it. They just picked the greatest actor to to play Luffy because he has that silliness, but then he also has that, I'm a little psycho, so don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect for Luffy. That's exactly what he is. I know, because Luffy goes psycho sometimes, so he, he's serious. Uh, definitely love that. And then outside, fucking Sanji and uh, Zoro are fighting, and they're kind of like keeping track of like who's fighting and who's doing better. And Sanji's calling out all his moves <laughs> and he goes to Zoro. All great fighters call out their moves, which is really funny because Zoro is very much known later in the series to call out all his moves, uh, which is really, really funny. What do you think the whole back and forth between Zoro and Sanji and them fighting everybody, Skeep? I mean, I love it. It's just them bickering at each other and, but they're in the middle of a serious fight but they're just fighting against each other in a sense, like with, with their verbal words. Uh, but I really enjoyed that part. It was very comedic and I, I loved it. Yeah, I feel like they have great chemistry and it very much felt like the anime, the same type of relationship that they had there. It's the birth of a fantastic rivalry, which, you know, you do see in the anime progress over the thousand episodes that we're at now um <laughs> uh but seeing it like in live action too it's like yes whoever wrote one piece did their homework they knew what was important and they kept it going yeah like you could tell this is a love letter to the fans because the people who wrote this script and adapted it for a live action television loved one piece because they kept the heart of one piece in it and i definitely Agreed. definitely agree with that yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So Luffy ends up destroying this entire map room with his battle axe, and you know, just tearing shit up. Uh, 
I thought that was really, really good. He got he does the gum gum battle axe and he basically saves the day. Um, what are your thoughts about Luffy at the end of the fight and just winning it and kicking everybody's bass and just having this whole Arlong Park just come down and be totally trashed? It, it, it shows his strive to become the king of the pirates because he can't lose battles against enemies. And so yeah. being able to be Arlong at his own home turf shows that he means business. And I really enjoyed that. They did a really good job recreating the scene with, with like you're saying, the battle axe where he basically takes his foot all the way up, hits it through the ceiling and brings it back down, crushing the entire structure of Arlong Bark where they're both uh, tumbled in the, in the rubbles. But... Uh, in the anime in the 1990, early 90s version, um, you saw this happening, but they also did a remake. They remastered it, made it a little bit better animation, and it's like quicker fights, better style, and it also does the same thing. So it gives you a, a really good gist of like, yeah, Luffy really did it. And then this one did a really good job immaculating all that together. Uh, and I feel like at the end, they were kind of sad. They, they, they thought Luffy died. They're like, oh, Luffy's under the rubble, but he comes back and merged the victor. victor. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Luffy dying, there is a big scene that they took out completely from the anime, which is where Arlong kind of just throws Luffy into the ocean and they have to kind of try and save him. And then the problem is the fishmen are strong as hell, but that's in land. In water, they're even stronger, right? And faster and quicker. So they had no chance. And Luffy was like dying. So since they couldn't save Luffy, what they did was they took his head and stretched it all the way out so he can get some air. Uh, yeah, remember that, yes. I, I, I could see that being a little silly in in um, the special effects. But I don't know. I kind of missed that. I really like that whole part of them trying to save Luffy because he is the, the most badass of all of them. And he's the one who fights the, the main bad guy. But he's also incapacitated for half the fight, which is really interesting. So I, I, you know, I, I do miss it as well. But also, I'm trying to think like of the VFX budget and all this. Yeah, like yeah, I'm mad they didn't give the episodes when it comes to budgeting. But when it comes to this kind of thing, I'm like, all right, you know what? One Piece is a silly show. Ultimately, it's a cartoon where things can really be stretched to the limits when it comes to imagination. And in the live action, it may not translate as well. Um, would I've liked to see it? Yes, but you know we don't live in that perfect world, so this was fine for now. I'm okay with it. To be honest, a lot of things I thought would not translate well ended up translating pretty okay. Like the whole thing where he blows up like a balloon and repels a cannon, I thought that was just silly. I thought there's no way they would do that. And then when they did it, I'm like, oh shit, they pulled that off. <laughs> yeah, physics. Yeah. Physics. <laughs> All right. So after they beat Arlong, um, we find that Kobe shows up and he is there and he finds the gang and Luffy meets Garp, which is his grandfather. And they have a little bit of back and forth. And after we see like Luffy's grandfather try to drown him, um, he's a little bit more, I guess, I don't know, accepting of his shenanigans uh, here. What were your thoughts about Luffy and Garp meeting up here? Because in the anime, they don't meet up till much, much later. And it's not known to people that that's his grandfather until much, much later. So a lot of this is sped up. What are your thoughts about that, Skeet? Yeah, I mean, it's a really good take from the produ producers, executive producers and everyone to put their own spin on it, it and not kind of segue a little bit away from the anime and the manga. 
um, the way they did it is like they did have to have this whole storyline of Garp and his kind of his journey to uh, what he's going to do in the entire uh, season. So for this, it was his kind of like a retribution or like in a sense, uh, him teaching Luffy to uh, make sure that he doesn't let his guard down in a sense, because no matter who he fights, there's always going to be stronger enemies. And I think Garp did show that by trying to beat him to death, essentially, and show him that you can't, you can't win every fight unless you're like really serious. And at the end, which I really liked, they both laugh it out. And uh, Ichiyoda does a really good thing of having characters do the thing where they have their own signature laugh. I think laughing is a really important piece in the One Piece lore. So that's mm. something you have to keep in mind throughout future generations. And so that's that's kind of a subtle thing that I keep in mind too. Is like, oh, everyone's laugh is different, but why do everyone everyone in the series has a different laugh? That's something I just enjoyed. But yes, overall, pivotally, it just shows that they can come to this sort of conclusion that uh, Luffy should not let his guard down at any moment. Mm, very true. Jazz, yeah, what about I'm- you? bias against it because like i did want to see where they actually did introduce garp the way they did in the anime but then i'm like wait a second this is a live action this is not just for our anime fans and people would be so confused about why they showed this character in the beginning and didn't do anything with him later on and so because you know in the anime like it was what like 300 some odd episodes in between seeing garp yeah so like, you know, in, we never questioned it because, you know, when I was watching it, I was a kid. I was like, ah, cool. That's a character. Um, I never really thought about, it, like, One Piece critically when I was younger. And now looking at the live action, I'm like, okay, no, no, this makes sense. I still don't like it because I'm biased. But, yes, I get why they did it. And, yes, um, Garp being the proud grandpa, like, you know, I want you to be a Marine, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to like train you. I'm going to like almost kill you because I want you to be the best Marine ever. Mm-hmm. And then even after all of that, he's just like, hey, you're strong. I love it. Like, I hate what you're doing, but I still love you. And I'm still secretly proud of you a bit. And it was just cute seeing that come through. Yeah. I like this comment right here where it says it's kind of cool to see um, the perspective of the Navy. Uh, let's see. Did this show up? Why not show up uh it's kind of cool because we are getting the navy's perspective alongside with luffy which is really cool because i feel like kobe is such a great character and in the anime we don't see him for a long long time and he kind of has a little bit of a glow up whereas this we're kind of just finding him as he goes along and we get to kind of see all of his like trials and tribulations you know and i like that i feel like he's almost as big of a character as Luffy almost in terms of like what's happening in the show, because they're basically two sides of the same coin It's basically the Navy's perspective. And then there's the pirate's perspective, but they're both good people. Um, and I think that's very interesting because, you know, pirates can be evil as we know from the show, but then the Navy can also be corrupt or, and the world government could be part of these rules and stuff like that to control people and chain people in some of these laws are unjust so i think it's really cool that we're getting to see them in the beginning and the morality of it all what are your thoughts about kobe you know, and now that you, yeah now that you put it this way um given what we kind of sort of know that's hinting about kobe and how important he is in the anime like i'm fully mm. caught up right kobe does you know make one hell of a splash where i am right now or it could be the manga um 
I'm not going to give away what it was and what happened, but if now that I'm thinking about it, like if they're going to bring Kobe and Garp this early in to show their journey, then Kobe's going to be one hell of a character in the anime sooner or later and more much more than we're currently seeing in the anime or the manga. And so I guess the way I'm seeing it now it's like if One Piece does follow along and they finish around the same time, having them introduced earlier is probably a much better thing than I'm giving it credit for. So, yes, now that you stated it the way you said it or the way even Jumpy uh, in our comments said it, I'm actually very glad that they've introduced Kobe and Garp so early. Mm, I can see that. Ski, what about you? Uh, change it up. They have so many other characters in the One Piece world to also introduce. So how do you give everyone the limelight? How do you give them all, you know, their their segments of time in the series? You, uh, What I'm saying is that maybe in like the next couple arcs, which, you know, Alabasta, Thriller Bark, et cetera, et cetera, you might have different character developments of different characters, maybe the same journey line, like the yin and yang that we said with Luffy and Colby, uh, maybe at a different perspective. So uh, maybe they, I think they'll come back. I think maybe they'll all come back at the end, like at a certain point where everyone from each season kind of has this like journey with Luffy and they all come together at a certain part of the season. Mm, very cool. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, that the other thing movie, is like Avengers. <laughs> Yeah, Everyone like Avengers assembles at the end. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. also they end up kind of convincing Nami to come with them, and one of the cool things that they do at the gesture is they bring on the tangerine trees into the um, the boat and the going merry, which is really really cool. It looks a lot different in the cartoon, I mean in the anime, than it does in real life. But I like that they still be able to capture the essence of it. So I thought that was really cool. What do you guys think about the whole tangerine thing and and the going merry? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm glad that they have a piece of Nami's uh, history inside of it. Sanji can cook on the on the ship. Zora can do whatever he wants. Uso can man the cannons. Everyone has a piece of themselves on the ship. And then also, I want to reinstate what I had said earlier, where um, Usopp was this. Oh, sorry, Zora was the second person recruited. Sanji was third yeah no second no sorry Zoro was first then it was Usopp then it was Sanji which San means three and then Nami and then yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah you said that I, I remember you mentioned that in the last one um but I wanted to go back to um my comment about the tangerine so one of the things that people don't know is that pirates would often get something called scurvy on ships and citrus is the cure for scurvy which is probably why they have tangerines on the ship it's actually That's for pirates so it would be yeah for pirates it would be the most important thing to have on a thing and i know this because like when i went to um when i was on a cruise ship to antarctica they had stories about how they would bring these like oranges and stuff on the ship oranges limes anything with citrus would help cure people of scurvy so the tangerine oh. tree has another significance to that because it's something that pirates often did they used to carry citrus with them that is so smart i never thought of that like brilliant yeah. i love it <laughs> so cool all right so kobe comes in and he shows luffy his very own wanted poster 
which is really cool because wanted posters are a big deal in the One Piece world. And he has a $30 million berry, which is a huge uh, wanted, which we call a number for a first time pirate. So that's really cool. And then you get a little bit of the back of Usopp's head <laughs> in the picture too, which I thought is really, really cool. It's super accurate to the uh, anime. And then you see all the cool people uh, from their past. They see the poster. They see the bartender sees it. Mihawk sees it. Shanks sees it. Zeph sees it. Buggy sees it. Um, all these people see it and it's super, super cool. Um, also, um, uh, the girl from Usopp's village also sees it. And I just really love that. Like they showed like it all coming back together and they're like, oh, they finally made it. And I thought that was really, really cool. What are your guys' thoughts on that? They made it. <laughs> it's official. They're pirates. Yeah, uh, they're pirates. You know, wanted posters are a source of pride among pirates. Like, <laughs> I can do this much damage. This is how strong I am. And, you know, Luffy's just like, oh, I'm freeing people and having a great time. And now they want to take me away. Like, it's just so cool seeing that dynamic and then seeing how proud he is of his wanted poster. Like, even though he's not like trying to show off his strength, he's just so prideful and like, or so proud, not prideful. He doesn't actually exactly have pride. He's very proud of like what he's accomplishing and what his crew can accomplish. So it's cool to see that. And that's what a good leader should do. Yeah. Yeah. Ski, what about you? Yeah. I also enjoyed it. Uh, 30 million berries right and being the highest in the east blue basically beating buggy and arlong and everyone else so i think he was it's well deserved and it's it's a good uh, easter egg very cool speaking of buggy buggy's in this episode a little bit too he gets his body back and then he jumps back and forth a little bit does a little bit of damage and then he kind of just gets away and then at the very end we see buggy with alvita which also happens in the anime but like it happens in like one random episode in like the 100 episodes, and then you don't hear from them again until like 400 episodes later. Like I, like they showed one episode about that, and then I have not seen them since. And I'm at 100, like I'm at 414. <laughs> Does that pay Probably off? Catch up. <laughs> what I'm asking. Catch up. Catch up. That's all I'm gonna I say. I can't catch up. Netflix doesn't have any more episodes. They stop at li the Lily Island. Just watch it in Japanese. It's fine. What do you mean watch it in Japanese? They don't have the Japanese version in in, in Netflix. Oh, fine. We'll get you one of our Crunchyrolls because I know Skeeb and I both yes. have accounts. G give me a Crunchyroll account. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> or why don't you could be really on brand. You could pirate it. <laughs> pirate the pirate show. <laughs> 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 that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, Just man. kidding. Support the official release. We love One Piece. We love. We want them to make their money. <laughs> yes, yes. Also, one thing I noticed in the anime, Alvita eats a devil fruit and becomes super hot and skinny. And in here, they did not do that. And I and I wonder, what? is it because she has not had the devil fruit yet, or they're not going that route? No, the, she doesn't have it yet. It's a smooth, smooth fruit, and she makes she basically becomes smoother, and uh, hence that's why her uh, her uh, she gets smoother hips and stuff and uh, skinnier waist. But that's a little later. That's in the hundred episodes that you were saying. She doesn't okay. get in the East Blue area. She gets after. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I thought so because when she meets Buggy, that's when she has it. But in this point, I guess they met a little bit earlier than that. So I guess that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. Um. All right, and then. After this, they do this iconic scene 
where they go onto the Jolly Roger and there's a barrel and they all scream out what they want to be and what they want to do. And it's just this amazing scene in the anime and they were able to recreate it. I thought they did a really good job. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? They did hold up to what the anime was. It was just so good. Like shot for shot, they did it. I'm very happy about it. Yeah. What was everybody's things? I think, uh, you know, Luffy wants to be the king of the pirates. Yes. Uh, Nami, Nami wants, wants to map draw. the entire world. Correct. Uh, Zoro wants to be the world's greatest swordsman. Yes. Uh, and then Sanji wants to see the all blue. Find the all blue. Fall, yes. Find the all blue. And then Usopp just wants to be a brave warrior. Correct. And you got it. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, yeah. So far, the only one I think has actually done what they were trying to do would be Usopp because I feel like Usopp's the only thing like everyone else has a thing that you can it's tangible you can become the king of the pirate once you get the one piece you can become the greatest swordsman once you beat Mihawk you can find the old blue once you find the old blue you can map the entire world once you map the entire blue but the only person that could tell you that you're a brave warrior is yourself so I feel like Usopp has probably the most interesting goal and i feel like in my case when i've seen so far usopp's already done that he is a brave person and especially even in this he even in this one where he fights the fish man i think he's a brave person so i just think it's really interesting how everyone has a tangible goal whereas like usopp's has a goal which is a little bit intangible i don't know what do you guys have any thoughts on that you're in for a treat man yeah Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, I, right. it gets better. Yeah, it does get better. You're you're thinking of it a little differently. Just uh, just just you wait. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will wait. I will wait. Um. All right. You're not that... hitting the nose. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nobody tell me. Nobody tell me. I don't. I don't want to know. Damn. Everyone. Everyone in the comments like you need to catch up. Okay. I do need to catch up. Somebody give me their Crunchyroll password. Tell me right now on live in the air so that the rest of the entire world has yeah, everyone's using our one everyone's using one. <laughs> Dad, should I tell them what our password is though? No, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. No, but, okay. I'm not telling what it is, I'm just telling what's it about. Uh, oh yeah, okay. What's it about? Yes, do that. <laughs> what what is it about? Uh it's name of is the name of three 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 of us together. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. It's the name of us three. Uh, Wait, me included? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, we could change it to you included. Who's us three? It's me. It's and another friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you gotta say it like that. Like I'm like you got to. When you say three, I felt included. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're gonna be our fourth amigo once you catch up. It'll be fine. So we gotta get him like, on who's this person? <laughs> Are piece. they talking about me? Is it me? Am I the drama? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're almost there, cool. man. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, man. Um, anything else before we go? Anything we didn't cover from this episode or this season? Anything else that we didn't talk about? Not that I can think of because they're doing things ahead of the anime. And so mm-hmm. I feel like we hit all those points. Um, we didn't talk about the end credit scene. It was good. Oh, the end credit scene. Yes. I actually missed the first time around. Wait, what was the end credit scene? I don't think I wrote that what? down. What you guys didn't watch the end credits? I I, I mean I watched it after I, okay. once you told me about it. I didn't watch it but initially. After after the end credits, the scene pans into a smoky room, and we kind of get a hint of oh, who yeah. we think it is. 
and it's only a person with white hair and it's the back of a chair and there's two cigars in this person's hand and he takes the wanted poster and he burns it and it turns into ash yes, it's such a cool scene yes. it's like mm, i'm so so hyped. so so logtown is definitely coming and then i think alabas is going to definitely come oh, do you think it's going to yeah, Alabasta. I do think it's going to stop there, or do you think they might go even a little further? I feel like it'll probably just be those two arcs. They still have to do Reverse Mountain, where they go into the. I, I forgot if Lotan was before Reverse Mountain, because it that's was. Also no, it's after. Locktown is in the East Blue, is it not? Yeah, so yeah, it's Locktown, then Reverse Mountain, and then Alabasta. No, 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 not even Alabasta. They still have to go through Drum Island. Yeah, right? Whiskey Peak. Yeah, Whiskey Peak. They have all these other things before they even get there. They have Ooh, to. Will they even do Alabasta then? Because that seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't, I think Alabasta will be season three, if anything. Yeah, I don't think it will three. happen in season two. Because season two, yeah, season two would be all what we what we just discussed. Because can we say who the next Straw Hat Pirate is right away? Uh, well. I, mean, I, I want to say no because like a lot of the listeners on this podcast probably haven't seen the anime. Okay. So let's hold off on that. So eventually they're going to get more more pirates on their ship. So they have to do all yeah. that right before we get to Alabasta. So there's still That's a lot. I, I guess still a lot of contact. But also being one of the highest rated uh, shows on Netflix, also in the same uh, pool as Stranger Things and Wednesday doing really well on that, on that caliber, I feel like Netflix will give them almost like an unlimited budget for them to go free reign and do more episodes, maybe even like 24 episodes or 12, however they do it per season now, instead of just the limited eight. I think the limited eight was just for them to showcase to see what they what they can do. Yeah. Now they've tested it, they they can do really well. I would That's agree true. with that. But I, also, since they did they really did. well, but the thing is, since oh, yeah. they did really well, they might want to keep it at eight because they're like, oh, eight works really well. And there's like always like scheduling and stuff like that that they have to go through. So I'm curious how they would do that. I don't know. We'll see. Who never knows? We could have like 20 episodes next season. And that'll just be yeah. crazy. My, my only gripe with Stranger Things is that the kids were phenomenal. But they the reason why you love them is that they were intelligent, really well actors that were kids. But then they grew up and you kind of missed out on like, oh, they could have had more seasons if they were kids. Yeah. And you could have built the story a little bit differently. But as you saw, you know, they got older and, then you know, things change in the storyline. I feel like that's going to be the same with One Piece. With the anime, obviously, you don't age. Uh, only the voice yeah. acting age, and they've stayed consistent, uh, which also is a great thing to know is that, uh, as far as I remember, it's always been the same voice actors for the past 20 years in the yep. anime. So I think that's that's a testament to their success. Yeah, um, but I think they'll be okay because with Stranger Things, these kids were like 11 and 10, and you can tell somebody uh having a growth spurt and looking very different from that age but these guys on one piece are already adults right like with enough makeup and stuff they could look young for quite a few seasons i mean zach morris was a teenager for about 30 years <laughs> oh. okay makes sense makes sense okay yeah hopefully they they kind of do a good job with that yeah i think they'll do okay also also we're not we're not covering uh stranger things we're off stranger things now we're we're not about that yeah, we are. So, oh well, we're, we're, I regret yeah. nothing. <laughs> so we will not be covering Stranger Things, unfortunately. But yes, uh, 
One Piece and Wednesday are our two legit go-to shows for for Netflix, and I think they're doing fantastic. And I can't wait for more seasons. Um, it's going to be really, really cool. <laughs> I like this comment here. It's like I'm not sure if I can handle another 25 years of One Piece. <laughs> hey, man, don't worry. Uh, it's only going to be 17 more years. <laughs> God damn. Oh my god, that's crazy! But I love the fact that people who are not privy to the anime know about it. It's cool. I I like that people understand what a straw hat is. People understand what a one piece is, right? I don't know what a one piece was. I thought it was like a swimming suit. I was like, why are they all trying to find a one piece swimming suit? Like I didn't understand this story. Um, I still don't know what a one piece is. It's it's weird because I think what happens is. Goldie Rogers says, you can find all my gold in one piece. And I think that's where they came up with the name, the one piece. But I have no yeah. idea. It's yeah, treasure, man. It seems it's like the one piece. It's a treasure at the end. I know, I know. But right now, no one knows what it was. And then and the joke is, like, the treasure is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> which is, that's which right. is, <laughs> which is the goal of our that. show. Yeah, even if we get that, I'm okay with it. Like, this show has been such a ride for most of my life. Like, I don't care how it's going to end. I'm just hyped for it. Like, I'm going to be actually, I'm going to be sad and depressed when the anime and the manga actually end because this was such a significant part of my life. Like, even to now, like, it's like losing a part, like a family member almost. So, I'm going to be so sad when it goes away. So we're gonna throw a yeah. huge party when that happens. We're gonna do our own banquet. Sorry, dude. Uh, yeah. I will freaking get a convention center and we'll make <laughs> yeah. it happen. All right, like, yeah. no, no, that's gonna be a, a boat, day to celebrate. <laughs> let's get a boat. <laughs> a boat and we'll watch it on the boat. We're gonna need a lot of boats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, guys. Salam nerds. One piece party on a boat. Like, comment, share. There's the scribe for <laughs> for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Inshallah one day. Oh yes. man. All right. Steve, thank you so much for being on the show and breaking down all of the fun One Piece stuff. It was fun for us. I'm I'm hoping it was fun for you. I know you love One Piece like crazy. So hopefully yes. you got to come in here and share what you love and the audience got to enjoy it. A lot of people have said they liked our One Piece stuff. I went to uh Canada. Uh, to Edmonton and people were like when are you dropping the next episode when are you dropping the next episode so people really liked our one piece episode so it's a testament to awesome. you Steve you brought you brought in a lot of knowledge <laughs> give out double oh. fruit cupcakes this is a great idea Dad. we're gonna give out double fruit cupcakes on the one piece uh, cruise slash finale thing we're gonna do it's gonna be great <laughs> that will be great Dude, I would love to be such a big podcast where we can just throw parties and people would come and we can just hang out with people who love the same things we do. That's mm. where I want to be. Like, I don't want to make a lot of That's money. I just want to be, I just want to be popular enough and have a community big enough where we can throw events. People will show up and we can just have a good time and that's where i want to be that that's our one piece yeah that's, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's definitely your guys's one piece absolutely mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys again for having me on the show i really enjoyed it as a longtime listener uh i could he- hear my voice when when i when i like go to the uh, gym and listen to the podcast version of it um but yeah i know i appreciate it thank you guys again and i i wholeheartedly uh, wish you guys the best of luck on other future episodes all right man You're thank you back. so much Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure we'll, we'll definitely have you back for something or another. We, we can't just let you go. We can't just wait for another One Piece. I'm sure there's other shows you watch that you could probably come back on. But oh, yeah. I do want to say, 
to our viewers, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And happy Thanksgiving or Indigenous Day or thanks taking or whatever you want to call it these days. Uh, but we hope whatever you do, enjoy your time off. Uh, we will probably be back on Friday with The Bachelor. Probably not. We might we we might be a little delayed with the bachelor because it's Thanksgiving weekend and stuff like that. So I don't know. Uh, but we will do a salam weekly episode, hopefully this week, where we will talk about some of the stuff that's happening in the media right now. A lot of actors are being silenced, and um, we wanna we, we're gonna go get into that. So until next time, guys, salam nerds. Peace.